from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, June 15th, 2020. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The U.S. Supreme Court has ruled that a landmark civil rights law protects gay, lesbian, and transgender people from discrimination in employment, a resounding victory for LGBT rights from a conservative court. The court decided by a 6-3 vote today that a key provision of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 that bars job discrimination because of sex, among other reasons, encompasses bias against gay and lesbian workers as well as transgender people. The opinion was written by conservative Justice Neil Gorsuch. It's expected to have a big impact for the estimated 8.1 million LGBT workers across the country because most states don't protect them from workplace discrimination. The Supreme Court has also refused to reconsider the legal immunity from lawsuits generally given to police and other public officials accused of misconduct. The justices' decision not to hear a case on qualified immunity in their next term, which begins in October, follows the death last month of George Floyd in Minneapolis while in police custody. The Supreme Court has in recent decades set a high bar for pursuing lawsuits over official misconduct. Some judges and scholars on both the left and right have questioned that legal doctrine for creating a nearly impossible standard for victims to meet and a near-blanket immunity for those accused of misconduct. Some of Ohio's major universities are finalizing their plans for returning to class. Laura Borchers reports. Let's start with Ohio State. They have announced in-person classes will begin on August 25th. Classes will end when students go home for Thanksgiving break, November 25th. The remainder of the semester, including final exams, will be done online. Miami University and Xavier University both announced they'll return to in-person classes. Now on to UC. They are now announcing you will see students on campus this fall. They have a four-phase plan for their return. It spans several months through the start of fall semester, which is August 24th. I'm Laura Borchers. Ohio University says it's making plans to reopen campus as well. The university's working groups are finalizing fall semester strategies. A bomb squad safely detonated a suspicious package thrown at the Hamilton County Justice Complex in Cincinnati this morning. More from Angela Ann. The Hamilton County Sheriff's Office deployed its hazardous devices unit early today after the package was tossed over a concrete wall near an entrance just before midnight. Officers evacuated the justice complex and closed surrounding streets. The bomb squad x-rayed the package and detonated it as a precaution. No one was injured. Angela Ann, ONN News. Yesterday in Columbus, hundreds of black women gathered outside City Hall to have their voices heard. Stephanie Stanovich has the story. Large crowd marched, chanted, spoke up. What this is is uh, an opportunity for Black women to come together in unity and solidarity with the with the movement. Dr. Chanel Jones is one of the organizers. The event was hosted by Come Together Columbus and Breathe. She hopes the message continues to spread beyond today. Everybody can do something. You might not be able to do everything, but everybody can do something to affect change. Reporting in Columbus, Stephanie Sanovich. A teenage girl has pleaded guilty in the stabbing death of her friend's mother in West Central Ohio last year. ONN's Eric Brown reports. The Springfield News Sun reports that Natasha Ellis was 15 at the time of the May 2019 attack of Lee Moore, her husband and son. Ellis pleaded guilty to several counts, including murder last week in Clark County Common Pleas Court. Ellis will be sentenced July 10th. Her friend, who was 13 at the time of the murder and is now 14, is awaiting trial as a juvenile. Ellis's plea deal calls for her to testify if the younger girl's case goes to trial. Eric Brown, ONN News.
Public transportation systems are just a shadow of what they would normally look like at this time of year thanks to the pandemic. ONN's Dave James reports. Take a look at city buses in Columbus as an example. There would be uh, approximately around 250 uh, in use on a daily basis. We can run up to 320 if we need to. We're probably running, I would say, a little more than 100 daily at any given point. Jeff Pullen is with CODA, the Central Ohio Transit Authority. He says the system will slowly ramp up as more people return to jobs downtown. The bus service is free for now to help with social distancing. Dave James, I went in news. And Cleveland Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield plans to kneel during the national anthem this season to support protest of social injustice, police brutality, and racism. More on this from Angela Ann. In answering a post from a fan on his Instagram account that pleaded with him not to kneel, Mayfield responded, quote, Pull your head out. I absolutely am. Mayfield has been outspoken recently about the need for more understanding and justice following the killing of George Floyd, a black man, while in police custody in Minneapolis. New Browns coach Kevin Stefanski made it very clear he would back his players in any peaceful demonstrations. Angela Ann, ONA News. Special thanks to our affiliate station WBNS-TV in Columbus for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett for the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.